everybody, this is Holly, and this is When a Gay Girl Meets a Trans Girl, and I'm here with my co-host, Brooklyn. Hey, I'm the trans girl, if you couldn't tell by my voice. I'm the gay girl. Wait, what? <laughs> Thanks for telling me now, finally, after all these years. Mm. Well, um, so we decided to start a new show, a... Um, little podcast here where you're going to be able to get to know us and um, see kind of what it's like when a gay girl meets, yep, you, meets a trans girl. That's me. And kind of what happened like as far as dating goes, as far as our relationship and everything that kind of our ins and outs on that. And then a lot of our likes and dislikes, because I love to say that we are both very nerdy, but the crazy thing is we're very nerdy in very different ways. Um, but we I t- like the cool stuff. She doesn't like as much cool stuff. What? She doesn't even know how to say Pokemon. Pokemon! I hope that's not a copyright violation right there. Um, I'm more of a kind of one of those nerds that I like Star Trek I love sci-fi um it's one of the things that we're going to be talking about later today I actually want to talk about the new um uh, Quantum Leap that's getting ready to come out it's actually going to be out on Monday and we watched through the series kind of leading up to it and I think she's kind of liked it but uh, it's okay it just kind of does the same thing every time but different faces, quite almost literally. Yeah, well, but that's going to be a little bit later today. Um, we're also going to be talking about an anime that Holly's actually super into right now. Um, she's got a few different animes, but she's got one that she's going to kind of briefly touch on um, a little bit later today. And then we're also going to be playing a little game together. We're going to do a Guess Who game. And I got my character already. Do you already have one picked out? For you to guess? Yeah. <laughs> have you picked one out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's going to be a little bit fun today. I We decided we're going to make it a Star Trek one. So it's going to be based off of a Star Trek character. But for the next little bit, we're going to discuss our how we met and our dating and kind of our relationship, our engagement, and our first year and how that was together. Um, so that was, ooh, when did we meet? That was already two years ago now. Yeah, 2020. We were on Facebook dating and... And it does work, by the way. I saw Brooklyn's picture and I think I just said something like, hi, and I didn't really expect a response because I thought she was too pretty to actually respond to me. Aww. That's so sweet. I remember you saying hi. I think I was I was at home and I was laying on the couch and I got a message and I was like, oh, okay, you know. Y- you know, you get kind of either catfished or you kind of get, you have those little bots or whatever where like people will pretend people will exist and every we, if you've ever dated on a website you know what that is you know what that's like where you have somebody that likes you and then all of a sudden they say a couple of things to you or even might even carry a conversation on with you for just a little bit and then they're gone and they disappear and you never hear from them again and it can be very frustrating that can be a very frustrating thing i met a few people on there but it was very frustrating And she always thought it was because she was trans, which it does have a part of that, but I dealt with the same stuff. Like, it's, I think everybody deals with it. I even think straight people do. Yeah, you know, I think my, my problem always was that I would put myself out there and I would mark girl or you know whatever and then like somebody else would find me and they would say oh I'm looking for a girl and then they'd see my profile pictures and they go oh she's so pretty because I think I come off pretty feminine right I look like a girl um and 
I think that once you start to read the profile and you actually find out that I'm trans, that I actually have male parts at that at that time, that it caused some concern, I guess. I don't know, I guess from a gay perspective, what do you think? So my take on it would be that, not for me, because I'm very open-minded, pretty much if you're not a guy, but I know a lot of gay girls, they really want kind of more of a womanly touch, I'll say. Like, the softer skin, the no hair, the no man smell, and a lot of them think with a trans girl that they're going to be hairy or have a scruffy face or... But you don't get that with a trans girl. You look it up online or you, if you've ever met one, I think that most of us, we come off soft. You take the hormones, right? I mean, do you, you, do you feel that's the way trans girls are? If you're on hormones, your skin is softer, your hair is fairer. You do usually have a scruffy face, but most trans girls I've noticed like to shave their face every day. Um, I wish laser hair treatment would get better though, because I feel bad for you guys with that. I've had laser hair and it doesn't seem to be as effective on me. I don't know if like others have more success with that, but um, I do see a lot less growth in hair. Yeah. Which is nice, um, and it's smaller. It's not as noticeable, I don't think. But the razor bumps, like, I feel bad for you because you always have to do that. Yeah. Gotta have a fresh razor yeah. for that. But I know, like, the gay girls I've spoken to about that, that we have our secret groups. No. Um, you were secret groups about trans girls? I don't know how to say, but, like, below the belt, they really want a certain thing. And they're worried that a trans girl won't have that thing. That thing. That thing. You gonna break out in a musical now? I know. But, I mean, from your perspective, does having a boy part completely cut someone off? No pun intended. No, it doesn't. It's not something I look forward to. I'm more of a fall in love with the person for the most part, as I said, minus cis males. Well, I mean, I'm lucky enough to that you had an open mind and you were interested in me as a person. So, that's exciting. So we started talking, and then I remember messaging you, asking you if you were interested in meeting up sometime, and I think after about a week of talking, things really went really well. We found out that we had some very common things between both of us, and then I think you took the next step. You actually were the one that asked me out, I guess, technically on our real date, right? Like in person? Yeah, like, you're the one that sent me the message saying, hey, I want to come to meet you, because I actually lived in Wichita, and she lives over in Oklahoma City, and she's like, hey, I want to come up, and I want to meet you. Yeah. And... I was nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to meet this girl. I don't know if I'm really going to like her or not. You know, you get all those nervous, like, you really haven't met in real life kind of things. Um, but I know a few days beforehand, I asked if you wanted to video chat me. And so I went to a restaurant late at night, and it was uh, it's a bar restaurant where they serve food during the day. And um, drinks at night, but I went there and sat kind of back in the corner. They got little quiet areas, and I remember dolling all up and bringing my laptop in there, and I sat there playing a game, waiting until you were ready. And then I ended up messaging, or I ended up video chatting you. Yeah, 
And I remember seeing the place and I thought it was like this tiny little pizza diner. And I thought there was like this older guy sitting behind the counter and they just served beer. And then I remember when I first actually went there, this was a couple days later that I actually went to that place that we first video chatted in. I was kind of shocked. I was like, wow, this place is huge. It's got an indoor kind of restaurant thing and an outdoor pool area and an outdoor bar. And the guy behind the counter was actually around my age, like young 30s. So we went on our first date and then I went to meet you. This date, um, it's kind of funny how it happened. Um, she was driving up to Wichita, never really been to Wichita before. Yeah, I kind of wanted to avoid all the toll roads because I was being cheap and it took me out to some road out throughout the farmlands and I think it ended up taking quite a bit longer than I thought it would, but I made it there safely. Didn't you say it was like an extra hour longer than just taking the toll road? Yeah. It was funny. But I saved a few cents. Good job. I'm glad you saved that 50 cents. Maybe not on field day. I uh, I remember getting out of work and messaging you and you and you're like, yeah, I'm here in Wichita. I just checked into my hotel. I was like, oh, she is here. It's really going to happen. It was exciting, but it Did was... Did you not leave your house until you knew I was there? Were you scared? No, I, I think that I was leaving work when you told me I was there. And I remember thinking the whole way home how nervous I was. I was like, dude, I really want to do this. Maybe I could just tell her I'm not going to do this. Maybe I could just say I'm not interested. Because I found her to be really pretty, and then we had video chatted, and we got her well so long, I, w I was afraid of maybe rejection. I was afraid of things not working out. And I had actually come off of a, a long marriage. Um... From for it was about twelve year marriage, and I had been divorced for three years at that point, I think already. And I had dated; none of it was successful. And I was just kind of thinking to myself, "Wow, I don't know if I'm ever going to find anyone." So meeting somebody that I was really getting interested in was scary. It was one of the really scary things about dating again. I've never been married. I'm also about 10 years younger than Brooklyn, so that's also another neat dynamic of our lives together. She is interested in older people, though, by the way, so that kind of helped me out. Mm. <laughs> but I, uh, I made the date. I showed up, and I got out of my car, and she was like, well, you can knock on my... the." She, at first she invited me up to the hotel room she's like you can knock on the door she's like I'm not going to let anyone in though right now and I was like I, I don't need to come in your hotel room it's okay. okay and then as soon as I got there because I started talking to her um, I got out of my car and she's like actually I'm coming out right now and she was walking through the door walking right up to me yeah I remember seeing you you were a little taller than I thought and I remember seeing your little gray coat, and that kind of became a big part of you and my memory of you. Because, like, you wore that coat almost every day. Now, this was fall and winter, so of course you did, but I hope you never get rid of that coat. <sighs> One of my memories of you when I first saw you, other than the fact that you were holding a stuffed animal and you handed it to me, and I instantly felt bad because I was like, do I bring her something? Do I get her something? I was like, no, we're going to make it simple. She's not going to probably do anything. And I felt bad. I felt bad that she had something. And She had said that she likes white kitties, so I, I couldn't find an exact white kitty. I got one of those little fat marshmallow pet thingies. But it was gray and stripy and white on the bottom. Yeah, I um, we actually have it here in the office with us right now. We, um, we ended up, oh, I was going to say, the one thing that really reminded me of you, you had the gray jacket thing. I always knew you for that, is it Naruto? Naruto. Naruto. 
um, you had that little beanie on, and it had like a metal Naruto it was the symbol. Leaf, the Leaf Village headband, but it was sewn into a beanie. It's my favorite beanie. And she wore that all the time, for the longest time. And so that always kind of reminded me of you every time I saw that. So that was my thing. I put it away for safekeeping. I do miss it. I might have to bring it back out. Do a little uh, a picture thing for fans. Yeah, I've actually got the demon seal tattooed on my stomach too. There you go. It's really cute. That's one of the reasons I like her wearing the little crop tops. She has a little demon seal popping out. Reminds me that she's got a little demon in her. But our date was date was fun. We ended up going to um, a place downtown that did Urban Street Tacos in downtown Wichita. It was okay. Every time we go there, my food's always kind of cold. I don't know why. Yeah, it was... It, it seems to not be as good every time we go there. A little bit worse than before, but it's not terrible. It's not the worst place I could go to. Yeah, I like the potato. I always like potato burritos. Those are always yummy. They do have really good that salsa that you showed me. And oh yeah, they have the salsa. They got a few different dips there that are just amazing. That are just really, really good. Yeah. I had a friend that worked there and I used to go sit there and just eat the dip and play game on my phone. He'd come over and just hang out and talk in between customers. Yeah, it is a good little chill place to go. Yeah. But the whole time we joked around, and she kept saying, like, Why are you like this? How do you say that? Why are you like this? Just like that. <laughs> and I was I was kind of wondering, like, does she... Does she not like me? Is it something that she's not interested in me? I didn't know what it meant. But the whole night I wanted to hold her hand and give her a kiss. And it was just, I was like, ah, I couldn't tell if she liked me or not. I wanted to hold your hand, but I was just scared. I didn't want to feel like, I don't know, like I was being imposing or something. I would have liked it. It was a, it would have been a little more memorable in that way. But it was a very memorable night. It was fun. I think I laughed so hard and we joked around a lot. And I think that was where... I think I already knew I was falling for you at that point. Yeah, I felt like it too. But keep in mind, we had been talking online and video chatting. It was just getting to meet in real life was kind of like the cherry on top. Perfect piece to make us realize how we felt about each other. Yeah, it was a fun little date. Our first date. And afterwards, we ended up going to Dave & Buster's. I beat her at everything. Uh. I thought she was just messing with me. I was like, oh, here we go. We're going to play some games. I'll win some. I'll lose some. She was sitting there playing, and she was, like, giving it her all. And I was like, oh, I'm not even trying. Oh, right. Do do? Right. <laughs> we actually, um, for our one-year wedding anniversary, I took her to Dave & Buster's, and I was like, I want a rematch, and then I kicked your little booty on a few games, Yeah, which was fun. I remember getting excited. I was like, yay, finally. Mm -hmm. She can't rub it in my face, so she's better than me at these games. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was like first meeting luck or something. They have a fun Mario Kart game at the arcade and Minecraft Dungeons. They're really fun. Yeah, that's a good place to go, especially for a date, and you can get some food there. I should, we probably should have done that. Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah. But afterwards, we ended up actually going back to her apartment, or her little hotel room, I guess I should say. And she turned on her laptop, and we listened to music, just sitting there talking and listening to music. And um, she was like, hey, I brought my VR she was like, I brought my Oculus, and I was like, oh, I've always wanted to try one of those. And she's like, come here, and she put her arm around me, like, helping me get it on. And I guess I found out later that you were really excited when you did that. Yeah, I was a bit scared to do it, but I was like, I'm going to do it so she knows I'm interested. <laughs> and I did it, and my heart fluttered. Aw. 
it was fun though and like i played a few games but i felt bad because like i didn't want to just sit there and play her games so we we played and you know we ended up spending the night just kind of hanging out and doing some of that it was a really romantic evening so let's move to the next topic what's the next topic meeting family so yes we went all through our beginning datings and then we moved towards meeting of the family which can be scary or exciting well something i better let you all know is i actually have four little boys um they god how old were they at the time was it 11 I think they ranged from seven to thirteen. Thirteen or fourteen. So they were pretty pretty good range for four boys. And I remember telling them that I was gonna have her come over and meet. And they were all really nervous, but they were all excited too. Um they all went and sat down in the living room chair and they just waited and then you showed up and then they all got kind of like excited and got that antsy oh we're gonna meet her and then she comes walking in and i remember her standing in front of every one of them and she was like hi and they're all like hi <laughs> and there wasn't a whole lot of talking right there um yeah it was i think we were all just kind of shy i remember you said like you guys shouldn't be shy you're meeting one new person and she's meeting four mm -hmm. um but we ended up hitting it off because we have a lot in common we're all a bunch of little nerds like it was just really perfect ending way like really perfect way how that could have gone couldn't ask for better honestly yeah you guys really really I think you guys got tight pretty close, um, and they really look up to you now. And I think even the youngest one, he's probably the one that you're closest with. Tatum is his name. He is definitely a Holly's boy. Like, he imitates her. He even wears a beanie when he can. He uses her words, her expressions. Has a lot of fun with, with her. They do a lot of hanging out. I just think they really hit it off really well. Which was neat. Yeah. But we got engaged um, pretty early. What, we were engaged about six months in? No. What was, was it? Was it six months? Oh, yeah, I guess it was, wasn't it? Um, I had this elaborate plan that I was going to go. We would be at that bar that we were talking about earlier, but... I was going to have it play that Taylor Swift song, Love Story, and then I was going to, like, surprise her, because that bar plays some music loud. But that didn't happen. I had been carrying the ring in my pocket for a while, and we were out in the driveway saying goodbye at night, and then, like, a shooting star went over, and I thought it was absolutely perfect, because I've always loved the sky, and loved seeing shooting stars and stuff and I remember reading um it's a book by Neil Gaiman that I have Stardust basically alludes to a guy falling in love with a star is that that movie we watched yeah yeah that's a good movie and so I thought it was perfect to propose underneath a shooting star and she did it was it was a romantic evening she just got down and she was like Will you marry me? I was like, yes. I was mm -hmm. like, I will. And then she stuck it on the wrong hand. I did? <laughs> you did. I don't remember. I took it off and I slid it on the other one. And Which one? You were like... I you thought it was it, supposed to go on the right one. It's... Well, of course, it's on the left. Like yours is. But this is my wedding ring. Your engagement ring goes on the same hand. I thought it went on the right. No. Oh. It, that little ow oh, that she just <laughs> made, that's what she did when I took it off of my right hand and slipped it on the other one. She goes... It's supposed to go on that hand. I was like, yeah. And she's like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really cute. She's mm. a cutie. But I remember my family being kind of like, oh, you're getting married already? You barely know her. I was like, I feel like I've known her for years. 
And I think your family might have been about the same way. Yeah, but both of our families got married pretty fast, too. They did. And I think they they accepted it pretty quick because I know our families really like each other. Yeah. And, you know, my family absolutely adores Holly. They adore her. My mom is crazy about her. And um, your dad even had said that he really liked me, too. Yeah, my mom said that. He's never, like, said that about any of the people that my sister and I have dated. So she was very impressed by that. Yeah. She's got a good family, though. We had a very similar family as far as our parents are a lot alike each other. Yeah. Which I think really helps out a lot, too. It's kind of funny how that turned out. Both our dads could sit out in a garage and be happy. Yeah. And then, almost a year after we met, um, it was on September um, 10th, We, which was a couple of weeks shy of our very first meeting day, we ended up tying the knot, and we did it at a pretty little gazebo over the river, and it was a very, it was a small but quaint wedding, probably about 45, 50 people, wasn't, wasn't too big, um, but we got married, and you can see some of our pictures on our Patreon site. It's the bride over here to my right. She was gorgeous. She was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, we got really lucky because there was there's a train track like a couple hundred yards away from where we got married, and. I don't know, like, we must have had whatever gods looking positively upon us because not a single train went by on that active track during our entire wedding. It was absolutely perfect. We were so scared. Yeah, that we were really nervous. We got married outside. Over, there's an overhang over the river, and so we got married right at the, sunset. The Arkansas River. Yes. Not Arkansas. Yes, I did teach her that. That's those of us in Kansas. We call it the Arkansas because it's our Kansas River, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But the rest of the world can call it the Arkansas, but we get the Arkansas. That's fine. <laughs> but the first year we've been married here, um, we actually just hit our one-year anniversary. We've had some bumpy times. Things have been you know pretty good i would say we continue to hit things off pretty well um we've got a little few little surprises you know for future podcasts but we ended up moving in together um holly got a new job i continued working at the job i was at and we got to do a lot of new things together learning about each other being together and it's been, it's been a quite an adventure this last year. And that's one of the things with doing this podcast. I think we're going to try to do something new together. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, I lost my train of thought. You lost your train of thought? Yes. <laughs> Well, that's it for our first half. Um, We are going to take a little bit of a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to do a game of Guess Who. So we're going to see who's going to win this game. I think it'll be me, because I'm just amazing at Star Trek. And even though Holly's not really a newcomer, she definitely hasn't dug into it as much as I have. So, right? I keep trying to at night time, but things like football come on. Well, then you don't have to watch football. I have to watch football if I can't watch Star Trek. <laughs> Alright, well, we'll be right back um, with the game for you guys.
a game of guessing who from Star Trek characters. Star Trek. So we're going to be limiting this to just shows that she has actually been able to watch all the way through. Which means she's going to be able to guess from the original series, Star Trek The Next Generation, Star Trek Voyager, and Star Trek Lower Decks. One of her favorites, I think. Yeah, Lower Decks is really funny, but still smart. A lot of people say it's kind of a rip-off of Rick and Morty. I just now realized it is a lot like Rick and Morty, but it's still its own thing in its own right. I love both shows. Yeah. I've never actually seen Rick and Morty, but we'll have to talk about that a little bit later because that is going to be part of our little sci-fi talk. <laughs> but, so, um, I already know my character. You already know yours. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. So, I guess I will go ahead and go first. Um, is your character from Star Trek The Next Generation? Yes. Yay. I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is your Star Trek, is your character, uh, a male character? No. Okay. Your turn, I guess. Is your character from Next Generation? Yes, it is. Is your character female? Yes, it is. Does your character have long hair? No, she does not. (laughs) Does your character have short hair? Yes. Wow, okay. Uh, (laughs) Um... Does your character play throughout the whole series as a main character? (laughs) Yes. Do you know who it is? (laughs) It's a short-haired female character that played in the whole series. I didn't say that. Oh, long-haired? No. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the sound now, because <laughs> I could have sworn you said that... I said they're not male. They're not male. Mm-hmm. But they're a short hair. Yeah. Are you talking... Is your character Spot? No. Who's Spot? <laughs> okay, so she doesn't know that much about Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your turn. Um... Next generation female, you said long hair? I said short hair. Short hair. Um, does she have a famous father? Um, that would sing. No. A famous father that would sing? Yes. Who sings? Ben Crosby. Ben Crosby. Tasha? Oh, that's my character. The famous father that sings. I was thinking in the show. I didn't think in real life. Uh, we were doing characters, uh, not girl. not the actors. Uh, yes, mine was Tasha. Uh-huh. I win. Okay, who's your character? No. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, yours has short hair. Yeah. Female. Not male. Not male. Data. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. But, I don't know, I think he comes off as a male, right? Mm, I mean, I guess he kind of... That's a whole nother discussion. That is true. We can we have to discuss that. Is Data a male, or... I guess technically he's a male. Didn't he get citizen... I mean, he is a citizen. So, well, citizenship doesn't really have to dictate... Don't they call him he? They Data call he? Him he? But that's before modern times when people could be non-binary... I think if we were in this day and age, I don't think he would be he. I think he would be they. Well, maybe. I guess we'll find out on Discovery if they do something like that, or... Lower Decks. Lower Decks, even. Or Strange New Worlds, or some other show that they end up doing later on. Do you want to do one more Guess Who, or...? One more? Did you have fun with that? Yeah. Okay. Um... Let me see here. Do you already have a character in mind? Yep. You do? Yep. Okay. Um, let me think of one. Okay, I got one. Go ahead. Is your character from Lower Decks? No. Mm. Is your character from Lower Decks? No. 
Okay. I really like lower decks. Is your character male? Yes. Is your character from Next Generation? No. <laughs> Is your character from Next Generation? No. Your turn. I forgot which one I was from for a second. Um, is your character from the original Star Trek? No. Mm. Is your character from Voyager? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, is your character... Did I ask if your character is male or female? I don't remember. I, is your character male? No. Okay. Your turn. So your character is from Voyager? Yes. Uh-huh. And your character is female? No. Male? Male? Well, it's not female. Oh. <laughs> we just went through the whole discussion. <laughs> I'm scared now. Uh, does your character have white skin? I think it was my turn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um... What did I say? So yours is from Voyager. This is why they have game boards. It's a female. Yes. Is your character on the bridge? Mm, no. Okay. Go ahead. White skin. Sometimes, yes. Most of the, Yeah, I would say... With... Yeah, I think there's a white skin involved. I'm hoping it's not the one that cooks. You're gonna have to keep Is going with it. Your character, the one that cooks. What's his name? Neelix. Yes, my character is oh, Neelix. <laughs> she uh, loves Neelix. Oh. Is your character seven M nine? How do you know? Because you were questioning whether or not she was on the bridge, and I could tell by the way you acted. <laughs> Uh, well, that was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Good. I had, I had my phone with all their little faces and names pulled up so I could keep ideas going. Hmm. Well, we're going to go ahead and take another break. We'll be right back. We're going to get onto the world of anime and do a little bit of an update with Holly on some animation. I love My Hero Academia. I went to a con a few years ago. I haven't really read the manga, which I used to be a huge manga reader, but it's so expensive. I really wish I could find a good site to subscribe to. And B, I really wish I could read it on my Amazon tablet. But that's a whole, whole nother ballgame. So, I'm on season four five episode I think 20. I like to watch it while I'm running on my treadmill or working out. It gets me pumped. Um, but I kind of accidentally stumbled upon a spoiler. I was looking up an episode because I'd forgotten something about Bakugo and I highly recommend you do not look online for spoiler of Bakugo because it's going to break your heart. You're not going to give the spoil on here, are you? No. Oh, no. But don't do it. Don't be tempted like I was. I learned my lesson. Mm. But anyway, so this season, it starts off with them doing a training exercise. As usual, starts off kind of slow and dry. They get more into Todoroki and his dad. And... You kind of see, you kind of expect that he'll start forgiving his father, but you really don't see that. And I know a lot of people have their debates about, well, he was abused or his mother abused him, but I kind of feel like Todoroki wants that love and I think the show does a good job of displaying that he wants that love. It's just, 
he needs some time. He's going through puberty. The so you don't think there's any abuse or anything going on? Or there was any? Yes, there was abuse going on. Oh, okay, see, and I've not seen much of this show, so... Yeah, there's a whole internet debate about whether his mother abused him or not when she hit his face with the steaming water. Oh, because, that is abuse. Well, she did it because she was traumatized from his dad always beating them. She thought that he was him, even though he was a very small child. That's where it gets into the debate of, well, she should know that was her child. And then other people are like, when you are that traumatized, any little thing can scare you and you might overreact. But anyway, I digress. Poop for thought. Join in on that if you'd like. Um, but as the season goes, the League of Villains, they kind of get more into the all-for-one, and we kind of start... They're trying to... The heroes are trying to basically pick apart his plan, and they send Hawks in as a bad guy. He's like a secret agent. And they have Eraserhead and I'm blanking on the other guy, the guy with the microphone. He's kind of annoying to me. Um, they have him go, them go and talk to, who was it? I think it was one of the Nabus or something. But apparently he used to be, it used to be their friend that they went to school with. But you start seeing everything kind of taken apart piece by piece to put together this great league. And so we already knew how strong and how vast the league was, but you start seeing some other characters that seem like they might be outstretching the league. Like, the league is just the little league. It's what it's looking like. I still haven't seen anything that's made me feel super pumped or like, yeah, where's the next episode? I'm kind of just getting through it just as I work out just because I love my hero. But my hero seems to kind of work like that. Like, they have like their slower seasons where they're kind of building up everything, giving you food to chew on. And then the next season's going to be like, wham, bam, every episode's going to be like, holy moly. But yeah, that's just my feel on it. So you're ready for the next season. Season six? Yep. I'm always ready for the next season. I did watch the movie where they went to the island and did their hero studies and they ended up saving the island. That was really good too. I saw that in theater. Yeah. You ready for another movie? Yeah. I'm honestly more of a season person, not really a movie person for anime, but if I really like the anime, I like watching the movie just because it's extra lore I get to see. Well, it's not something that I've been able to dive into too much. I think we've watched about six or seven episodes with me involved. Um, this is one of our things where our interests sway a little bit. Uh, it's Some of it's pretty good. Um, she's gotten me into, or she's had me watch a handful of different episode, different shows. Um, one of them was like My Devil, or The Devil's a Part-Timer. Um. That one's hilarious. And then she's had me watch uh, My Hero, of course. And then we ended up watching another one that was the one with the pig. What was that one called? Seven Deadly Sins or something? Oh, yeah. We need to get back into watching that one. So we did... I dove into some of the anime, but I was never anyone that watched anime when before I met her. So she has tried to loop me into some of the anime styles. I've never been to an anime convention, only sci-fi convention. Been to a few Transformer conventions, met some voices, but as far as anime goes, I'm kind of pretty new to it, and I know she's trying to get the kids into it a little bit more because she wants someone to talk to, I guess, on this. But I'm not trying to get them into it. I'm willing to expose them. They've been asking about it. Do they seem interested? Um... Jaden kind of Tatum's actually watched some of it while I've worked out. He's been working out and watching it too. Yeah. Well, 
this is something that I'll have to continue to try to watch in my free time, and hopefully I can get into it a little bit more. Uh, I like a good story, so that's super important. My favorite anime is still Inuyasha, and I met Justin Cook at the anime convention, the My Hero Anime Convention. He plays Red Riot. Oh, it was so cool. He yelled spirit gun across the whole auditorium. It was just like, wow, Yusuke. I bet you had tears in your eyes. It was amazing. It was super amazing. He's, a, for those of you who watch anime dubbed, you know that he's in pretty much every good anime that's shown in. The only time I've ever actually gone to see anyone at a convention was... I've seen a few different people, but my favorite was probably either the guy that did Megatron from Beast Wars or the original Bumblebee from the 80s. But he ended up doing the voice like in front of us, and I ended up recording it all. And that was really neat, being able to see somebody that you grew up with, you hear, heard their voice, and you've never had the opportunity to see what they look like in person or actually getting to see them like spit that voice out in front of you was a really neat idea. Oh, I also got to meet um, the lady that plays Envy from Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, I think it was Brotherhood. Um, she was super cool. She kept singing like in a jazzy, raspy voice, and I was like, who is that voice? Because there was like no line. Like, no one was lined up to see this person. And I was like, it's just gotta be someone famous. Why would she be here with a bunch of pictures? And I went up and I was like, she sounds like Envy. And then I was like, so what do you do? And then she pulled out all of her posters and pictures. And I was like, oh my god. Because Envy was like my favorite character from Full Out Metal Alchemist. I know he was a jack bottom. But he... I kind of felt sorry for him. I don't know. She did a really good job of it. And I told her that. And she told me that that's exactly what she tried to do. She wanted... I don't know. She wanted him to feel kind of like that hard shell that just wants love. And he's envious of love. And I think she did a really great job of it. Um, oh, she said something. I don't remember, but she was really neat to talk to, and I got to shake her hand. It was exciting, and I shook Justin Cook's hand. That was super exciting, too. <sighs> Good memories. Yeah. Alright, well, we're going to take another break. We'll come back with some little bit of sci-fi, and then I'm probably going to go on a ramble of video games, because that is my segment. I will let you know about video games, too, because I like some of that, too. I like lame goose. Lamb hips. Are you talking about food? Is this lemon drops? <laughs> I don't think anyone can hear you. What do I like? Lamb games. Lame games. Yes. Okay. The original Mario is not lame. But we'll be right back. Ba -ba -na, ba -ba -na. Hey everybody, welcome back. We are going to talk about a little bit of a segment, um, just basically the world of sci-fi. Everything and anything sci-fi, it could go from my favorite, of course, Star Trek, or anything that's going on. Um, there is a new series that's premiering. It might actually even premiere by the time this airs. It's called The New Quantum Leap on NBC. Um, this has actually a follow-up or a sequel series to the original i think it was 1989 series where you had sam and al and he was leaping through time into different people's bodies and looking for each leap to be the leap home yes he's got to get home he's gonna have to get home um hate to give you a spoiler so if you have not seen the original series and you're trying to figure it out he never actually leaps home and that's that really that's really too bad um, I know that... It's not a spoiler if it's been out for like 40 years, though. There are some people that haven't seen it, you know? It's just kind of like you don't spoil whether or not, you know, 
Darth Vader is Luke's father. You just don't do that. It's not something you can do. Not everybody knows that, right? I guess. You think the whole world knows that already? Yes. The moment they come out of the womb, they're like, Luke's father is Darth Vader. Yes. <laughs> well, this follows a very similar uh, premises, um, except for the fact that with it being a sequel, they're going to continue. It's actually considered to be 30 years after Sam Beckett has stepped in the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. And now you got a new team here, and it's led by Ben Song. It's Dr. Ben Song. And he steps into the accelerator, and... Is he related to Sam, or was he just another guy that was interested nope, he's, in Sam's work? He's actually just somebody that's interested in his work. And he's going to have Addison Augustine, who um, is going to be the new Al. So she's going to be able to see that him as a hologram. So she's going to be the hologram and helping him to try to leave home. Now, something that's neat about this, uh, actually was uh, pulling it up here. The There's a character in here that was actually played by um, Ernie Hudson. Oh, the Ghostbuster guy? Yes. Yeah. Ernie Hudson is actually going to be one of the scientists that works on this project in the series. Now, do you remember, I know you and I watched the show, do you remember the episode where Sam uh, leaps home and yeah. tries to convince his brother from going to war because he's going to die? Yeah. And the following episode, he leaps into a guy, and he's actually at war when his brother's there and saves his brother's life. Yeah. So... The guy that he leaps into is named Magic. Yeah. That gentleman is actually who Ernie Hudson plays. Oh, so they're going to do like a going back to that episode? Essentially. So Ernie Hudson is playing a character called Magic. And Magic remembers when he was younger in the war being transported to a chamber. And uh. he has always wondered what this was. Well somehow some way he's going to get linked into this and I'm assuming he's going to know that this is how he was pulled uh, and his life was saved was through this so that was a neat little connection that they did um, I don't think a lot of people know that unless you do a little bit of research but it's a neat little connection to the original series I wonder if they're going to do that often or if they're just doing that to get people interested probably a little bit of both um, I know that there was an article that um, said that they didn't have any of the original characters involved with it, which is very, very sad. It's it's something that I wish Scott Bakula was involved with, but he did an article that says that he was given a script to originally be in the series, and he pulled out and said he wasn't going to do it as a regular thing. So, at this time, I guess Scott Bakula is not going to be in it. But Scott Bakula has always been one of my favorite actors from television. He has, like, a, a certain amount of kindness to him. And if you've ever watched any of his interviews, he's a very... Seems like a very sweet guy. He's a very... Uh, just a very normal guy that sounds like he can have fun talking with. And he might even be someone that'd be cool just to sit there and have a conversation with. Maybe we'll have him on our show one day. You never know. Hmm. But he um, he's not going to be a part of the series, but you have a whole cast of different people. Okay, and so another character that I'd like to kind of shout out a little bit was Mason Alexander Park. Um, they actually are non-binary. So they go by the gender they. Um which is really kind of neat. It's it's not something I think you see a lot in the series, but I just kind of wonder how that's going to play into the series if they're actually going to use that, or if it's gonna they're actually going to take on the role of a, a male or a female, or which way they might go with that. But I thought that was pretty neat. They're Mason Alexander Park has actually done quite a few things. Um, uh, they're about four years younger than you, so. I was thinking that they are going to go along with who they are. Like, the show's gonna 
let them be in their non-binary role because honestly that's not really depicted in cinema right now so it's kind of nice to have some exposure to it make it not so much of a taboo yeah it definitely goes a long way towards the community i think a lot of people look at it as kind of i don't know what the right term is like right now a lot of people are looking at the show as being kind of is it woke is kind of the right term just because there's really no white male there that you have the non-binary you have a couple of females you have the black male you have an asian male and there's no white male that's depicted in it and so they kind of like the one person that could really be considered that is considered to be part of a different community and i know that i've read some articles where that's been kind of a problem but um i don't know i'm I'm pretty proud of the fact that we're able to look at a show and a community as a whole and um, add them into such an amazing series. So, Yeah, that sounds pretty much right, right on the dot. It's exposure, it's seeing someone as a person, and that's what we all need to do anyway, is we're all people, our genetic... Um, our genome is like one percent different. No, I don't even think it's one percent. I think it's like ninety-nine point nine similar. It, people are just wanting to complain to complain and feel superior. See, Holly's also a scientist. I'm married a gay scientist. <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and take another break here. We're gonna come back with our final segment. Just it's gonna be all about games. And I'm sure Holly will take over and just run me over with that one since she's our resident anime gamer girl over here. Alrighty. Okay, we're back. Time for games. Time for games. The best part. The best part. She's going to talk about Mario Brothers and... And the original Legend of Zelda. Well, I did like Zelda. And I liked Mario, but... Mario Brothers 2. I played I, Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. But I actually wanted to talk about Dinkum. Dinkum? Yes. For those of you that watch Aussie Man, you know that Dinkum means... Um, authentic, basically. Usually the phrase is fair Dinkum. Like, that's legit, kind of. But anyway... She threw her hand up when she said that, too. She's like, that's legit. And she just threw her hand up. I was like, whoa. Crazy. Alright. So, Dinkum is actually really neat. It's got really good reviews on Steam. It's kind of like Animal Crossing in Australia mixed with Stardew Valley. You... You get the tools. They degenerate. The characters, like any of the NPCs in the game, there's this old lady that's pretty much Tom Nook, and they kind of ramble, like Animal Crossing rambling, like, we do that a lot to each other. Yes. (laughs) She always giggles every time I do that. (laughs) Um, Just like that. But you get your tents, just like Animal Crossing, and then this game you can actually play with your friends, like, the whole time. There's no sharing an island and it's only one person's island um at least so far as i can tell the days unlike animal crossing you don't have to wait real time or change your time on your switch like most some of us do that don't have moral obligations to it cheater um but there's of course adorable chickens that you can have as pets i'm if the second i see a cute farm animal i'm like i want to check it out can you name them the chickens yes you like to name, like, Stardew Valley, you like to name all the chickens after the kids. Oh, yeah, it's funny when they do that. <laughs> um, the one complaint I have, and I know the game is supposed to be set in Australia, but for me, it reminds me of my home place, Oklahoma, where the dirt is all that irony reddish-brown. I don't like that. I also used to live on the East Coast, where the dirt was brown black and pretty but this game it's brown here in kansas right yeah but 
this game, it's Australian, and it's that dingy, orangey, dark greenish color. Some areas have a bit more lively looking color. It kind of has a fall look, I think. I kind of feel like it's got more of a desert look. Um, but I actually like the default camera settings. I do not like at all. Those, I don't know why they did that. That was kind of wonky for me. You have to like hold down shift and look around. I'm used to just right clicking and moving around or just moving around. But you can change that while you play. And then the other thing that I liked was it's kind of that grid thing. Kind of like on Stardew, you can set it to have grid when you look down at stuff instead of just blankly looking down at stuff. But you just right click things as you pick them up. Do I wish I could just auto pick things up? Yes, I do. Maybe that'll happen. I'll keep playing the game and I'll let you know. But I'm really, I would love for Brooklyn to play it with me. Is it two player? Yes. You can play it at the same time? Yeah, it's already discussed that. Oh. Well, yeah, you I... can play with a handful of people at the same time. Um, what it's, what platform are you on? It's on Steam. And it's, it's only like $20, but it's got like 10 out of 10 for their reviews. So it's only on Steam? Um, I think so far. It just came out a couple months ago. I haven't done too much research into it. But... I don't know. I've been enjoying it. It's one of those life sim kind of cutesy. I know there's going to be jet skis in it, so I'm totally excited for that. Do you know the cost of the game? What do you mean? The cost of the game. Is it free? No. I already said it's $20. Oh, jeez. See, I'm not even listening to you. Yeah. This is what happens when I turn to my computer. Uh. No. Well, from what I heard, evidently, it sounds like a very fun game. Will you play it with me? Yes, after we finish all the enemies. That means no, honey, but I love you. I do love you. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a fun game, though. Yay. It's definitely something that sounds like you guys should get into and then maybe tell us about it on Facebook or one of our social media platforms. Yeah, I do kind of appreciate the whole Australian and getting to be around... I haven't seen a single koala, but there's a lot of other Australian animals. Like kangaroos and I think emus, but yeah. Oh, and there's bug catching, just like animal crossing. It's an Australian animal crossing with hunting, so you are able to kill animals. Is there a point to the story? Um, It's the same thing as Stardew. You're in a miserable place, and you go somewhere else to enrich your life pretty much pretty much stardew yeah it's animal crossing and stardew had a baby hmm. sounds interesting yeah. okay i guess that is it for our first podcast i hope you guys really enjoyed it um if you guys have any suggestions or have anything you want us to talk about you can always just leave us a line on facebook uh we are looking at pulling these out about once a week. We got a few episodes lined up for later on over the next few months. Get into the holidays a little bit and tell you a little bit about what we do for the holidays as well. And um, hopefully, you guys will stick around. And and if you guys want to fill in on any of the discussion, like the topics I hit on with like Todoroki and his dad and. Um, Dinkum, if you've played it, if you're interested in playing it, just you can go to our Facebook page and ask some questions. We could start a chit chat. Our Facebook page is gay girl forward slash trans girl. Yes. So you can hit a like right there. And you'll see our faces on there promptly displayed. Kissing each other. As we should be. <laughs> <Our spouses. laughs> yes. Well, thank you guys for joining us and smoochin' spouses. Smoochin' spouses. <laughs> Say that part times fast. Smoochin' spouses. <laughs> smoochin' spouses. Smoochin' spouses. <laughs> you guys are gonna do that now too. <laughs> try it. You gotta try it. If you're at work, y'all can try it. 
All right, guys. Well, we really appreciate you hanging out with us today, and hopefully you can hit up our next episode and tell us what you like, what you maybe want to see a little bit different, and we will see you next time. Bye, Zs. Bye. Thanks for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash ggirltgirl.com and check out our Facebook page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl. And if you're joining us here from YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you.